the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon and welcome to this special edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. Today we're going to have a look at a very important weekend that we celebrate each and every year, and that's the Memorial Day weekend. Of course, Monday is Memorial Day, and that is something that I hope that you and your family will observe in and amongst all of your family activities for the weekend. A lot of people get Memorial Day and Veterans Day confused. So what I'd like to do is just share a little bit about uh, the difference in the two uh, holidays and then also talk a little bit about the origins of Memorial Day. Now, both Memorial Day and Veterans Day are days that if you have an American flag and you have a place to post that outside of your home, it is uh, very appropriate for you to do that. And in fact, I would suggest uh, if you don't have uh, an American flag or one of those kits to uh, install it on the outside of your home, well, I would suggest that you would do that. And that's because uh, contemporary America is changing so quickly. A lot of our young people have no idea about the history and the legacy of those who have served in our armed forces, and especially those that we will honor this weekend who paid the ultimate sacrifice. And um, they're pretty reasonable at all of our Lowe's and Home Depot's and department stores. And uh, it might be an idea for you to do that, especially if you have children and kids, teenagers, uh, because uh, a lot of the history and civics is not being taught uh, very clearly in our schools today. And this weekend would be an opportunity that even if you don't participate uh, as a homeschool homeschooling parent, you can have a little homeschooling as it comes to Memorial Day and why it is important to us. So what is the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day? Well, today, this weekend, we're going to be talking about those who gave their lives in a line of service, military service, to the United States of America. This is all about fallen sailors and soldiers and airmen and the like from all the branches of the military. Today is a day that we begin to look at what losses meant to not only the friends of those that are fallen, but also the family members that were left behind here in this country. Now, Veterans Day is a day that we honor all veterans whether they are uh, living or they have passed on, whether they have passed on in service or passed on having returned here to America. But it is a day that uh, we remember those who uh, basically are alive among us, and uh, though we do not forget those who have passed on. 
And I think only about 55%, I read one poll, that only 55% of Americans know the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day, which is astonishing to me. But nonetheless, that's why we are dedicating this special Friday pre-Memorial Day weekend look during the first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show this afternoon. Well, Memorial Day goes back several years. And Memorial Day actually began after our own American Civil War. It was a way to remember. It was a way to commemorate both sides of that battle. Now, today, we're getting in territory where it's uh, becoming, uh, and I think it's inappropriate, but this whole political correctness about uh, how we are regarding those who fought for the South and fought for the Confederate Army. I want to tell you that this origin of Memorial Day was commemorating both the Union Army and the Confederate Army and the soldiers who had died during the war. Now, the day was not an official national holiday uh, in, in its origin, but it was the day that it used to be called Decoration Day. And why was it called Decoration Day? Because in the early days, it was a reminder that the citizens would go out to those graves and they would decorate the graves of fallen soldiers uh, all across this land of ours. And then there is still a debate today over what was the first memorial event. There are some that are out there that hold to the fact that the first memorial event was held in Charleston, South Carolina on the 1st of May, 1865, uh, very shortly after the assassination of our President Abraham Lincoln. The city of Charleston was um, noted and was picked because there were 257 Union prisoners of the war that had died. POWs had died there, and they were hastily um, buried in unmarked graves. And that really struck a nerve with the country, because the country then began to realize there was a need for a more organized set an honorable commemoration of those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice. Now, according to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, one of the first opportunities to recognize Memorial Day, that happened in Columbus, not Ohio, but Columbus, Mississippi, on 25 April 1866. And this is when uh, uh, some ladies visit visited a cemetery to decorate the graves of confederate soldiers and the battle where they had lost their lives was the battle of shiloh and if some of you are civil war veterans you're aware of the battle at shiloh now as the years have gone by a memorial day has actually changed as we begin to not only look at those who had fallen during the Civil War, 
but uh, we started looking at all of the wars that uh, our brave men and women have gone into battle and have given that supreme sacrifice. Now let's fast forward to 1919, and the president was Wildrow Wilson. He actually is the one that installed it as an occasion for honoring veterans who had died now with a focus on World War One, And uh, that was an opportunity that, um, in fact, the, the Armistice Day is, is celebrated on November 11th. That was a day in which major hostilities of the war ended with uh, Germany. And uh, it was then sort of shifted as the day that we remembered was called Armistice Day. Now we fast forward again to the 13th of May, 1938. That was when the United States Congress actually made the day a legal holiday. And though uh, Veterans Day uh, was regarded to those soldiers who died in World War I, in 1945, uh, World War II veteran by the name of Raymond Weeks had the idea to expand the holiday to expand to include all veterans of all wars. This gained approval, and again, in 26 May 1954, Congress officially passed a bill changing the day as well as the purpose of Memorial Day. As I told you, it was originally known as Decoration Day back in the Civil War area because it was a day they decorated the tombstones of those who had paid the ultimate price. And um, it wasn't until World War II that uh, it's kind of become, kind of became what we know it as of today. And in 1967, I think that was under the guidance of President Lyndon Baines Johnson. And for those of us who remember 1967, that was the day it was declared to be federal law. Now, the original day chosen was May 30th. And that was after General John Logan of the Grand Army of the Republic declared Decoration Day to be observed annually. And, of course, that goes back to the Civil War time. Uh, but in 1968, um, when the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, the date became the last Monday in May instead of changing to the day of the year. Now, that is unlike... Veterans Day. Veterans Day is on a set day, which means uh, when we uh, experience that a few months down the road, that day each year always changes. But uh, Memorial Day was set as this uh, last Monday, and basically so many people who are not only going to remember Memorial Day, they would also have Monday off at work, giving them an extended uh, holiday. And so that's the way that we find ourselves today. Uh, a lot of the government agencies, of course, are closed on Memorial Day. And uh, we will have some special programming here during the Bill Bunkley Show, as we will recognize that as well. And uh, it's a day that is very, very special. Uh, I'll probably will mention this again, but um, a couple of things remember on Memorial Day. First of all, don't ever wish anyone a happy Memorial Day. Because when you do that, you're not really thinking. Because this is a day that we pause, reflect. It's a very somber time. 
It's a time of remembrance and respect, and it isn't necessarily one of our happy holidays. And um, also, if you can remember it, and tradition has sort of been pushed away by modernism, but 3 o'clock on Monday afternoon is the official moment of remembrance uh, across America. Now, it is, it's not 3 o'clock in the East, and everybody celebrates that. No, it is wherever your time zone is, it's 3 o'clock. So I want to suggest to you that at 3 o'clock on Monday, you and your family, wherever you're at, just pause for maybe a, a moment of prayer, a moment of remembrance uh, for those who gave their lives for us. And so many people are looking at this as the end of spring and the beginning of summer. Understand that. A lot of folks are going to be going to the beach, to the many amusement parks here. And uh, quite frankly, most Americans know Memorial Day as just a holiday. But I know that our audience here for the Bill Bunkley Show and, of course, here on Salem Media of our vast platform, uh, here in West Central Florida on the stations listening to our show this afternoon. I know that uh, honor, glory, and patriotism is uh, of utmost importance to most of you. So maybe this is a time where we can be evangelist over the next few days over the weekend to share with others the importance of Memorial Day and the importance of us to really recognize those who pay the ultimate sacrifice. Now, we have more to talk about on the Bill Bunkley Show today. And, um, and of course, uh, as we are remembering those who paid the ultimate sacrifice, there's some other angles to Memorial Day that you might not have heard about. And we also have some important quotes from some uh, important people and some that are unknown that we will share with you. But um, this is the Bill Bunkley Show, our special preview the Memorial Day weekend. We appreciate you being along. More about this very important day coming up next on The Bill Bunkley Show. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber in trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US Mulo, 52 weeks by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton, and I want to talk to you about something I haven't liked to talk about until now, my menopause. All my life, I've had energy, energy to win gold in 84. But when menopause hit me, with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. That all changed when I discovered Ambrin. Ambrin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Ambrin is 100% drug-free, estrogen-free, and clinically tested. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amberin today. Pregnant girls and women who see their babies in ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. That's why here at Faith Talk, we're asking you to partner with us in Preborn, a ministry that provides free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. Your gift of just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth about the baby growing inside her. Make your gift now by going to letstalkfaith.com and clicking the Preborn banner. 
weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. You cannot entertain any thoughts that it might be an option of whether I want to let these desires live and develop into sinful actions. There's no option. They have to die. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk AM 910 and FM 102.1. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Bunkley here, and we're back with our special Memorial Day preview here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Honored to have you along the way. As we've been talking about the history of Memorial Day, it also is an opportunity for many of our national leaders and others down through the years to give their thoughts on what Memorial Day means to them and the country. So let me ask you a couple of questions before I share some of their quotes. If someone were to ask you today, tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, if they were to ask you, what does Memorial Day mean to you, what would be your answer? Have you ever thought about those who went forward on the front lines, in the air, and they didn't come home, leaving their families and loved ones? What would you say to the question, what does Memorial Day mean to you? I want to share some quotes and uh, just for a couple of moments here as we prepare our hearts and our minds for a very important national holiday and a weekend. Amy Wiesel said, without memory, there is no culture. Without memory, there would be no civilization no society, and no future. Claudia Pemberton said, America without her soldiers would be like God without his angels. Helen Keller weighed in, so long as the memory of certain beloved friends lives in my heart, I shall say that life is good. Joseph Rodman Drake And they who for their country die shall fill an honored grave. For glory lights the soldier's tomb and beauty weeps the brave. Adlai Stevenson II said, patriotism is not short, frenzied outburst of emotion, but the tranquil and the steady dedication of a lifetime. G.K. Chesterton, courage is almost a contradiction in terms. It means a strong desire to live, taking the form of readiness to die. Sun Tzu's, regard your soldiers as your children, and they will follow you into the deepest valleys. 
Look on them as your own beloved sons, and they will stand by you even unto death. Benjamin Disraeli, he said, The legacy of heroes is the memory of a great name and the inheritance of a great example. John F. Kennedy As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter the words, but to live by them. Calvin Coolidge said, Heroism is not only in the man, but in the occasion. Theodore Roosevelt was quoted as saying, Never throughout history has a man who lived a life of ease left a name worth remembering. That is so, Teddy Roosevelt. Jennifer M. Granholm, Ceremonies are important, but our gratitude has to be more than visits to the troops and once-a-year Memorial Day ceremonies. We honor the dead best by treating the living well. Elmer Davis, this nation will remain the land of the free so long as it is the home of the brave. FDR Franklin Delano Roosevelt said, Those who have long enjoyed such privileges as we enjoy forget in time that men have died to win them. Wallace Bruce Who kept the faith and fought the fight? The glory theirs, the duty ours. General Douglas MacArthur No man is entitled to the blessings of freedom unless he be vigilant in its preservation. James A. Garfield For love of country they accepted death and thus resolved all doubts and made immortal their patriotism as well as their virtue. George S. Patton It is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who died. Rather, we should thank God such men live. Eleanor Roosevelt Freedom makes a huge requirement of every human being. With freedom comes responsibility. This is an unknown quote. Our flag does not fly because the wind moves it. It flies with the last breath of each soldier who died protecting it. Another unknown. May we never forget freedom isn't free. Joseph Campbell, a hero, is someone who has given his or her life to something bigger than oneself. Norman Schwarzkopf one of our heroes from right here in Tampa. It doesn't take a hero to order men into battle. 
It takes a hero to be one of those men who goes into battle. Another unknown, those in uniform serving today and those who have served in the past, we honor you today and every day. And Winston Churchill never was so much owed by so few. And last, I like this one, unknown again, home of the free because of the brave. I hope those quotes about Memorial Day that have been offered down through the ages will inspire you to think about what Memorial Day means, what those heroes mean who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And maybe you can join a new army that will make sure that America never, never forgets. More about Memorial Day coming up in just a moment on Bill Bunkley Show. We'll be right back. SRN News, I'm John Scott. Missouri Governor Mike Parson has signed a bill that bans abortions on or beyond the eight weeks of pregnancy without exceptions in cases of rape or incest. Under the Missouri law that takes effect August 28th, doctors who violate the eight-week cutoff could face five to 15 years in prison. Theresa May has ended her failed three-year quest to lead Britain out of the European Union, announcing that she will step down as Conservative Party leader June 7th. They will stay on as caretaker prime minister until the new leader is chosen. Japan will roll out the red carpet for President Trump as it welcomes him for a state visit. Japan will be offering the president high honors, golf, and even a visit to a sumo wrestling match. Wall Street beginning the Memorial Day weekend on a high note. The Dow gained 95 points today. The Nasdaq ahead nine. The S&P picked up four. This is SRN News. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world, walk the ancient temple steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book 800-247-1899 or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. It's healthy to be afraid of God, right? Living as a Christian means dying to yourself daily. You can never be certain of God's will for your life. Perhaps as a Christian, you've heard these ideas, heard them so often that they sound like biblical truth. But what if Scripture says they're lies? Hi, I'm Andrew Farley, author of Twisted Scripture, untangling 45 lies Christians have been told. 
If you've ever questioned your closeness to God or wondered if God's grace is running out on you, then this book is for you. To get a taste, visit this station's website today to download my free guide to your new identity in Christ. And be sure to enter for a chance to win a VIP trip to Dallas, Texas this fall. Download your free guide and enter to win a trip to Dallas at letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. Human trafficking is modern-day slavery, and it happens in our own communities. Victims can be any gender, age, or race. Join the Department of Homeland Security's Blue Campaign to learn how to recognize and report this heinous crime. Visit our website at www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. That's www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. Your second look could be their second chance. Bill Bunkley here. We're back with our special pre-Memorial Day weekend look at uh, not only the origin of uh, Memorial Day, about some of the quotes from some of our country's leaders about the day. And now it was staggering to me, but as we are focusing on those who have given the supreme sacrifice, and that is given their life for this country, it's interesting to note a breakdown of uh, the military casualties that this country has lost when it has gone to war. So what I'd like to do and just ponder on some of these numbers is to rank uh, the total number of U.S. military deaths uh, by what war uh, that they were fighting in. And I think it's going to be pretty interesting to look at some of these numbers. Many of you have probably heard for years of the very costly price that was paid by both Union and Confederate soldiers in our Civil War. Well, our American Civil War lasted from 1861 to 1865. And there's been a couple of uh, estimates because of the way that they buried the dead. It is kind of difficult to figure exactly but between 750,000 to 800,000 American lives were lost during the Civil War. And what's significant about that is these were all American lives. And some of the lives, parents lost two or more of their children And in some cases, those children were fighting on opposite sides of the war. And when we look at that, we're never going, we haven't ever topped that figure since then. I don't know that we would top it again, anything less than a nuclear war. What was interesting, in that year, 
there were only, or in those years, uh, there were only about 31,443,000 people who were Americans in the land. And so certainly that, as a percentage of the population at the time during the Civil War, 2.385% of Americans, America's population uh, was killed during the American Civil War. Well, that tops the list at number one. How about number two? Number two was World War II, and that was fought between 1941 and 1945. 405,399 Americans gave their lives during that war, and that is the second all-time number. The third all-time number, well, we go back to World War I. That was fought between 1917 and 1918, and we lost 116,516 Americans uh, in World War I who paid the supreme sacrifice. The next is, uh, might be surprising to you, but it is the Vietnam War, coming in at number four of the most costliest wars in terms of U.S. casualties. The Vietnam War between 1961 and 1975, 58,209 Americans. What's interesting about that is you might remember what happened toward the middle and latter part of that war. It was a war that saw many, many protests across the land. It was a war that those who did make it out of Vietnam alive were not treated very well when they got back to the U.S. They were yelled at. They were scorned. They were spitted upon. And only in recent years have they really begun, those who have survived, have be, begun to receive um, the type of accolades they should have received all along because, you see, it wasn't their fault. It was the political leaders, as uh, all wars are. The decision to engage in battle is uh, not one that the individual soldiers uh, have a say in. It is the nation's leaders. And uh, But surprisingly, that comes in number four, Vietnam, as the all-time casualty list. This might be surprising as well because we don't talk about uh, the Korean War a whole lot. The Korean War was between 1950 and 1953. And what's interesting is to remind you that figure for the Vietnam War was 58209. That was number four. The fifth most costliest war in terms of casualty, the Korean War, was 54,246. And so you can see that's about uh, almost uh, 4,000 lives less, but uh, I think many people today, and I would tell you that if you're not really boned up on the uh, on the Korean War, it might be something you might want to do with your kids, because the casualties almost rival Vietnam, and most of us know a lot about Vietnam because of how controversial it was, but uh, we also have to look at some of the brave souls that gave their lives there in Korea. Now, as we move down to slot number six, we go back in time to the American Revolutionary War. 
that was the sixth most costliest in terms of the casualties of the war. 25,000 Americans, uh, and that's rounded off because we don't have a, a good records, as good a records as we have today. 25,000 Americans gave their lives so that we could be free. And about that time, there were 2.5 million Americans, so about 1% of the population in fighting for our freedom as a nation gave their lives for the American Revolutionary War. Coming in at number seven of the most costliest in terms of casualties was the War of 1812. That lasted between 1812 and 1815. About 15,000 Americans gave their lives in that war. And at the time, there were about 8 million Americans uh, inhabiting the country. Number eight, uh, in terms of the costliest uh, casualties, was the Mexican-American War. And some of these, you're probably going to say, if you're not a history buff, that you weren't even necessarily aware of some of these wars. But remember that all of the wars that we have fought in, those who have given their lives, that is who we are honoring uh, throughout this weekend, more particularly on Monday. And so uh, that's why it's important to know all of the different conflicts that we were in that represents those who gave the supreme sacrifice. Well, the Mexican-American War actually took place between 1846 and 1848. Uh, remember the Alamo? Uh, 13,283 Americans uh, gave their lives, including Davy Crockett at the Alamo and other notables, uh, of course, but that comes in at number eight. Number nine, all-time conflicts with casualties for the U.S., number nine is the Iraq War. That was from 2003 to 2011. 4,497 brave souls gave their lives for uh, the war in Iraq, and that war is now becoming as controversial um, well, not as controversial, but the controversy certainly has risen uh, when uh, President Barack Obama withdrew our troops completely. And, of course, we know now that for all of uh, our efforts in that war, Iran has moved in and basically uh, taken over that country. So that story is still to play out. But Iraq War coming in at number nine. Number ten, the Philippine-American War. Now, that war was from 1899 to 1902, and uh, many people don't realize that, uh, as you may know, especially in our area, about the Spanish-American War with Teddy Roosevelt's presence here in Tampa, uh, but that Spanish and Philippine War were very close and very connected, even though not geographically. But coming in at number 10 was the Philippine-American War, 1899-1902, as I said, 4,196 uh, brave souls gave their lives in that battle. Following that is one that uh, you might be aware of, and that is the Spanish-American War. That was in 1898, and the 2,246 souls died there, and of course that was all sparked by the sinking of the battleship USS Maine. And uh, there was a hysteria that spread across America that the ship was bombed, sabotaged by Spain. 
And of course, uh, we now know that, that that may or may not have been the case because there's also uh, credible reports about maybe one of the boilers on that ship actually blew up. But nonetheless, uh, one that we are fairly familiar with here because this was the staging point in Tampa where not only volunteers but federal troops were brought in here to um, uh, by train and then they loaded ships to go fight the battle there in, in Cuba. Last but not least, number 12 on the list is the war in Afghanistan. And quite frankly, that was 2001, and we are, we're still in Afghanistan as well. So that, uh, that conflict to date has been 2,216 souls that have given their life uh, for that. And um, so when you look at that, what, what a heritage uh, bravery in America has experienced. And um, with that, it is something that we all ought to think about and we ought to be sharing with our children and teaching our children. And I reiterate this, I mentioned this earlier in today's uh, special program, that a lot of what we're talking about today isn't even being taught to our school children. And I mean all the way up through uh, middle school to high school. And this is a perfect opportunity for you to possibly over the next two or three days do some home educating of your children. Whether you're experienced or not, you certainly can pull it off. So many resources are available on the uh, Internet. And um, to realize that the life that you are experiencing today, in many ways, the prosperity that we're seeing, the jobs, look at all the construction. I've always said that uh, here in West Central Florida, Tampa Bay, Sarasota, Bradenton, uh, this is the best place on earth to live. All of the, the blessings and the resources that we have around us. And guess what? We can go to the beach and we don't have to worry about... Um, ducking because there's going to be incoming rockets from offshore or any kind of conflicts going on and we live in peace and so therefore we don't necessarily have all of the appreciation uh, and we have generations now that uh, don't know what the previous conflicts were all about and they you know what they, they have no idea and unfortunately they're going to be making the decisions for the future of our country in, in terms of uh, what we allocate to our military, what we do to keep uh, America safe. And that's why Memorial Day, given the, the huge expenses that we paid in terms of lives, is a great opportunity to do some informing. When I come back, some thoughts about what you can do this Memorial Day weekend or the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Don't go away. I'll be right back. technician from SafeLight Auto Glass. My last customer was a busy mom with lots to do until she noticed a big crack in her windshield. She didn't want to drive with her baby in that car, so she scheduled online at SafeLight.com. No one makes replacing a windshield easier. 
Plus, she loved how SafeLight emails a photo of the technician so she knew who was coming to her house and how soon. Call 1-800-800-2727 or go to SafeLight.com. SafeLight Repair, SafeLight Replace. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new club for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a weekend getaway for a church missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your son or daughter to the finest Christian schools in Tampa Bay. By half, that's right. When you go to ChristianTuitions.com, you'll find half-off tuition for some of our community's most reputable faith-based schools, ranging from preschool all the way to Bible college. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout the Bay Area. Chances are... There's one near you. You want the best for your child. You're willing to sacrifice. And here at Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910, we're ready to help with half-price tuition to faith-based schools. Explore your options today at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Pregnant girls and women who see their babies in ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. That's why here at Faith Talk, we're asking you to partner with us in Preborn, a ministry that provides free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. Your gift of just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth about the baby growing inside her. Call now, 833-850-2239, 833-850-BABY. When it comes to hiring an AC technician, plumber, or electrician, it's a challenge to find one you can trust completely. Until now, at Cornerstone Pros, the commitment to workmanship and service surpasses customer standards. It's called the Cornerstone Difference. And big job or small, it means you can count on them to go out of their way to deliver exceptional customer service and value. Cornerstone Pros services include air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Connect at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show on this special pre-Memorial Day weekend. 
opportunity to not only look back and uh, really appreciate all those who have given their lives in support of this country, but to also honor them and to give them the, the due that they deserve on Memorial Day. I hope that uh, as here in Florida, there are so many opportunities to get out and do so many things on a three-day Memorial Day weekend. I hope that uh, there'll be uh, at least a couple of three points within the weekend, especially if you have family with kids or maybe your grandparents uh, of, uh, of uh, some gatherings that are going to be happening with kids. I hope that uh, you will not do what I'm afraid most Americans will do. will hardly even think about the reason why you have an extra day off. You're just going to enjoy the day off. And, of course, all across America, there's going to be picnics. There's going to be remembrances. People will be heading out to both our military cemeteries and our local cemeteries, cemeteries where our heroes uh, have been uh, interned. And uh, a couple of things to think about. Uh, I mentioned that uh, this would be a good time if you haven't ever purchased a flag to maybe go out to one of our stores and get one of those kits and uh, put up a flag this weekend on your home to let everyone know who drives by that uh, you are a patriot, you are proud of this country, and that uh, your flag means something very special to you. And in times where, uh, you know, there are there are times that I have to bring reports to you that people don't want to say the Pledge of Allegiance or, or someone will say it's unconstitutional to fly an American flag in the subdivision, Today is a day to just say, God bless America for this weekend, and God bless those who have given their lives. I think it's very important that if you can get to one of our military cemeteries, there's one up at Bushnell, about 45, 50 minutes up uh, I-75 from Tampa. I want to tell you that when you go through, especially on this day, and you're going to see all of the American flags there, it's very impressive. And get out and walk among the cemetery. But but note that probably most uh, you're going to see is, is take the dates of the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and World War II. Take those dates with you because uh, many people who served this country and came back and died a natural death, they're also there um, uh, in the military uh, cemeteries. But you need to walk among the the headstones, and uh, for especially for World War II, um, you're going to have to go to some of Tampa's older cemeteries to see when someone passed away during those dates. Again, for most of the folks at Bushnell, uh, they're not going to be people who were killed in action that are part of Memorial Day. There, there are veterans who served us, and so. It's still so impressive to go through and see all of those flags because it reminds you of those who gave their lives in line of service. But uh, you're going to have to go to Tampa's older cemeteries, uh, of course, back in the 1940s for World War II, uh, the 60s for the Vietnam War, and uh, to be able to just uh, ponder. And remember, remember this. Don't say Happy Memorial Day. Maybe this is something you've never considered is my last point on our special first hour programming today. When you go and you see a veteran at a cemetery, maybe we've never thought much about them as those veterans are walking around. 
but remember that many of those that live today may have been in combat. Very few are left from World War II, certainly many from Vietnam. And some of their best buddies, some got killed right next to them. Some had a horrible death, and they were right there with their buddy at the end. Remember that as you walk around the cemeteries and maybe greet some folks, don't forget that they may be having flashbacks. They may may be having those thoughts. And so uh, you might just ask them, hey, it's good to see you here. Do you have someone that you're in remembrance of that you're visiting? And let them tell the story. Because what's interesting is each one of these thousands of, of deaths that I just reported to you during the last segment, War by War, you know, each one has a story. Each one has a story of those final moments. And I don't know about you. But if I was sitting at a coffee table or on someone's couch and they were just telling me the story of one person who gave their life. And and if they knew what happened and how, what he was doing, what he or she was doing in those final moments. Remember, those stories are multiplied by literally thousands. And that ought to give you all about the men and women who have served this country. Well, we hope that you have uh, maybe learned some things during the last hour of the Bill Bunkley Show here as we talk about Memorial Day. I hope that you will heed my request, and that is uh, opportunity to teach, opportunity to display the flag, opportunity to visit one of our cemeteries and honor those who have uh, given us the freedom that we have. From all of us here at Salem Media and West Central Florida, and of course, Mike Miracle and myself, uh, as you get into your Memorial Day weekend, we, we hope that you will be blessed. And we hope that each year that this date rolls around, may we never, ever forget those who gave the supreme sacrifice. And remember, it's up to you and I to make sure that doesn't happen. For the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment, it's Friday, so we'll have our regular segment with our friends from Focus on the Family and with Movie Guide. Don't go away. I'll be right back. It's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on earth. This bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today, and I'll see you in Israel. Call to book today, 800-247-1899, or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. By following Jesus, you can discover who God's created you to be and what he's created you to do. Discover more Saturday mornings at 1030 during Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, pastor of Calvary 813. God's created you to live a passionate life that's fulfilling and fruitful. Learn more at followingjesusradio.com. And don't miss Following Jesus with Pastor Joe Harris, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
President Trump is sending more troops to the Middle East amid heightened tensions with Iran. The president says another 1,500 Americans will head to the region. We're going to be sending a relatively small number of troops. It's part of a buildup that began after what the U.S. said was a threat from Iran without giving either details or evidence. The Pentagon says the additional troops will focus on protecting those already there. We do not see these forces as provocative. Acting Assistant Defense Secretary Katie Wheelbarger echoing the president in downplaying the prospect of a conflict. I don't think Iran wants to fight, and I certainly don't think they want to fight with us. Sagar Magani at the Pentagon. House Republicans have rejected a $19 billion disaster aid bill passed by the Senate late Thursday. Texas Congressman Chip Roy objecting to an attempt to pass the bill by unanimous consent. If I do not object, Congress will have passed into law a bill that spends $19 billion of taxpayer money without members of Congress being present here in our nation's capital to vote on it. Roy also objecting after the Senate stripped out money for border security. His move will delay action on the bill at least until Congress returns at the start of June. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. British Prime Minister Theresa May is stepping down June 7th after failing to steer Britain out of the European Union. May says she's saddened by her failure to make good on the result of the 2016 referendum. It is and will always remain a matter of deep regret to me that I have not been able to deliver Brexit. May will stay on as caretaker prime minister until the new leader is chosen, a process the Conservatives aim to complete by late July. The new Conservative leader will become prime minister without the need for a general election and will take up the task of trying to secure Britain's exit from the EU. On Wall Street, the Dow by 95 points, the Nasdaq rose 9, the S&P advanced 4. More on these stories at townhall.com. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. Want to know my secret to make a great-looking lawn last even longer? All it takes is a second feeding of Scott's Turf Builder Lawn Food. With a simple second feeding, your lush lawn is here to stay. Because a second feeding of Scott's reinvigorates lawns by providing nutrients, which helps prevent browning and withering as the weather warms. My green grass isn't going anywhere. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up Scott's Turf Builder Lawn Food today. A Russian court has extended the arrest of a former U.S. Marine who complained in court about being abused while in custody. Paul Whelan was arrested at the end of December in Moscow, where he was attending a wedding. He was charged with espionage, which carries up to 20 years in prison in Russia. Now the court has ruled to keep the Michigan resident behind bars for three more months. Whelan told reporters in court that he'd been threatened and subjected to abuses and harassment in prison. Officials at the U.S. Embassy in Moscow say they're disappointed with the ruling, arguing there is no evidence of any wrongdoing. I'm Charles Siledesma. A Wisconsin man who kidnapped 13-year-old Jamie Kloss and killed her parents will never be released from prison. Barron County District Attorney Brian Wright told the judge during Jake Patterson's sentencing hearing Friday that Patterson would never stop trying to find and possibly kill Jamie if he gets out of prison. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington.
Police in California won't fight a use of force bill. Major law enforcement organizations dropped their opposition to legislation that strengthens standards for when officers can use deadly force. The measure would bar police from using lethal force unless it's necessary to defend against an imminent threat of death or serious bodily injury to officers or bystanders. The current standard lets officers kill if they have reasonable fear they or others are in imminent danger, a threshold that makes it rare for officers to be charged following a shooting and rarer still for them to be convicted. Rhonda Rockster reporting. Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan says the new graduates of the U.S. Naval Academy should change the status quo and set the standard on preventing sexual harassment and assault among ranks. The former Boeing executive delivered the commencement address Friday at the school in Annapolis. He told graduates they should not be afraid of failure. More than 1,000 midshipmen are graduating. More on these stories available at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Welcome back on this Memorial Day pre-weekend show here on uh, the Bill Bunkley Show. We are so glad that uh, you are with us and that you were here. And thank you so much for being part of our show. We hope that you enjoyed last hour of our tribute, exclusive tribute to those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice in terms of Memorial Day. Also want to remind you that our pre-born campaign is going to be wrapping up this weekend. Have you had a chance to join so many others? $28 you can give right now at uh, 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229. Give right now. Determine how many ultrasounds that you would like to give, and as we're going to wrap things up this weekend, be on the roll call of the heroes for that, and uh, that's going to be a very special thing. Hey, I want to remind you that coming up next, we're going to talk to Bruce House Connect about the Equality Act, and uh, you might be surprised a little bit at uh, all of... Uh, the possibilities that uh, could be affecting you. Also, then we'll go out to uh, Los Angeles. Ben Kaiser standing by with the movie guide. Going to talk about the brand new movie for this weekend, Aladdin. And it is a great family movie, open to pretty much everyone in the family. And we have a couple of articles to talk about. Unplanned was blocked from theater release in Canada. And the top ten movies to honor Memorial Day. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. We'll be right back. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. 
How can you compete? You need some help from Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Across America, it's snoring season. Right now, 90 million Americans make this sound every night. Snoring can be caused by breathing through your mouth when you sleep. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, then you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Thankfully, there's mute. An ingenious Australian invention that could quiet the snoring season once and for all. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device that sits inside the nose, supporting your airway and keeping it open while you sleep. You'll breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. In fact, in trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute, allowing them both a better night's sleep. Put snoring season to bed, America. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. This is Charles Osgood for Exergen. You know, when our five kids were growing up, someone was always getting sick. But when you tried to take anybody's temperature, all chaos would break out. When you're struggling with a fussy, squirmy kid, there's no value in those old-fashioned thermometers we used to use. Now my grandkids have it easy. The Exogen Temporal Scanner has changed all that. Just swipe it over the forehead and you get a fast, accurate reading. You don't even have to wake them up. And it's so easy, even Grandpa can do it. Now that's what I call real value. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and at Hey, welcome back on this weekend before Memorial Day. And uh, I want to just tell you how excited I am to have all of you with me. Those that were listening during the last hour, I hope that my tribute to those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice and uh, also opportunity to tell you maybe a few things you didn't know surrounding uh, the all-important 
a holiday uh, in terms of uh, not really a holiday, but a Memorial Day. And uh, we hope that you'll get a chance to get out and visit one of our uh, military cemeteries uh, Monday or at least over the weekend. Well, I want to remind you that uh, this is a perfect time for you to say, you know what, I've been hearing Bill talk about this opportunity with pre-born uh, donor campaign, working with our local crisis pregnancy centers. And, you know, I just want to tell you again, as we're going to the weekend, $28, that's all it is, a one-time gift of $28, 100% tax deductible, 100% going to the ultrasound. But you can give a mother... Uh, who is abortion-minded, the chance to see the truth of her baby that is growing inside of her. And uh, we've got a lot of folks that uh, have decided to do either $140 for five ultrasounds or $280 to do 10 ultrasounds. And you know that uh, uh, our local statistics tell us that 9 out of 10 uh, women who see that uh, little boy or a girl and hear that heartbeat 9 out of 10 that will do that at a crisis pregnancy center will keep the baby. And so look what a difference you can make. So let's get on it right now before the weekend gets started. 833-850-2229. Again, that number is 833-850-BABY. Takes you about three or four minutes uh, uh, to be able to uh, make your contribution. Or go to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and click on the preborn banner. Well, Probably the most urgent legislation that needs to be stopped, and it needs to be stopped in the Senate, uh, is uh, one that uh, we've been focusing on for the last few days. But I am uh, very pleased that we've been able to get Bruce HouseConnect to be with us today. Uh, he's been with us today on our show. Uh, he's the judicial analyst at Focus on the Family, and uh, he is responsible for the research and the analysis of uh, both legal and judicial issues related to us as Christ followers and uh, the institution of the family, including the all-important First Amendment freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Also, uh, keeps an eye on judicial activism, what's happening in the laws concerning marriage, uh, homosexuality, and pro-life matters. And uh, he tracks legislation and laws affecting those issues, just like uh, what I do in Tallahassee. With that, Bruce House Connect, good to have you here. Well, thank you, Bill. It's good to be with you today. Well, I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, and uh, but i got to tell you that from a conservative, socially conservative, or Christian worldview, this so-called Equality Act, and uh, I've referred to it also as the Not-So-Equality Act, uh, as expected, passed the U.S. House of Representatives last Friday. But uh, talk about the fact that sometimes we'll put work on legislation and we have unintended consequences. I believe the other side knows of the intended consequences, and it's not evident just by using the word equality, right? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, so many games are played with bill titles, and, and as you as you led into this uh, segment, this has really nothing to do with equality because it takes away the rights of parents, Christians, businesses, doctors, pro-lifers. Uh, counselors who deal with uh, uh, people suffering from same-sex attraction and, and women. It, it erases women uh, from society because of what it does. It, it, there's, it's supposed to amend the 1964 Civil Rights Act to add a couple classifications of sexual orientation and gender identity, but in doing so, it makes them more equal than the rest, uh, as, the, as the old saying from uh, George Orwell, <clears throat> Animal Farm, uh, taught us so many years ago. 
So this is not the Equality Act. It is the not-so-equal Equality Act. Mm. Let's look for a moment uh, back in time, back in history. Let's roll the clock back to 1964. Um, we had a lot of issues in this in this country. And finally, we arrived at the Civil Rights Act. And so as we look at this, um, we look at race, which was a big driving force for uh, finally getting around to the Civil Rights Act. We had sex and religion. Talk about those because those are bedrock foundations uh, to a society. But now, as we start looking at uh, these uh, new contemporary um, uh, terms and in, 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 uh, as the likes of sexual orientation, gender identity, and we start protecting different classes, but give us a little bit uh, of a legal history of why race, sex, and religion is important and why it's not on the same par as these new designations they're trying to push through. Right. You know, coming out of the the uh, days of segregation in the South, you know, we had Brown versus Board of Education decided in 1954 that it said separate but equal schools for black children uh, was unconstitutional, even though the Supreme Court had ruled way back in 1890. Eight that it was. So uh, we came into the the 60s very race conscious, conscious, and passed that law and, and included uh, women and uh, religion as because obviously uh, they are immutable characteristics. And at that time, religion really was an immutable characteristic. Although these days it's a lot more fluid as people move back and forth from church to church. But in those days, Congress was thinking about. Um, uh, Jewishness as both a race and a and a religion, and and that's why they wanted to protect that uh, as as an important object. And that, and and looking at those those three itself, those uh, go back to um, just issues from the Declaration of Independence about the equal rights um, guaranteed to, to us from God, but it was the Congress's uh, responsibility to ensure those rights. But over the years, uh, the sexual revolution happened in the 60s, 50s and 60s, really. And and we got abortion in 1973 legalized uh, for all of us. And uh, it's been one step further all along the way. And now we have uh, things like uh, gender identity, which even that movement says is not a fixed and immutable uh, characteristic. And homosexuality, which no science uh, proves that's immutable either. So... We're starting to add things that the left wants because it's their pet object, and and which includes abortion, which is also enshrined in this in this act. So it's a it's a political statement to gain an upper hand uh, over all of the uh, the the basic classes that were protected in the '64 Act. Now, if you think that uh, the type of uh, differing behaviors we see today, of course. Uh, that are contrary to uh, to those of us who are Christ followers, and and we know that uh, we have an owner's manual called the Bible that uh, certainly spells out how we are to live, and so we certainly can, especially go through the Old Testament and uh, uh, see so many um, uh, rebellious things that were done against God. But uh, Bruce, I want to just ask this question: Do you think of all of what we are seeing on the left, if the internet had not come to be, if social media had not come to be, if the development of everybody has their own, in the old terms, is called a motion picture camera. Today we call 
the advent of video. If we didn't have three of those modern tools today, do you think the left would be able to be so organized on, well, either socialism or some of these topics to what I think the mainstream uh, people in this country are saying, say what? Do you think they'd ever be as successful as they are today had it not been for uh, the Internet and those other things? Well, no, and I say that primarily because it's such a small movement that it needs the Internet to organize. Um, any kind of scientific survey of how many uh, homosexuals and um, or LGBT people in, in the United States are claimed to be, uh, it's, it's small. It's 2 or 3 percent, and uh, – and they needed all the tools of of the internet and uh, our modern communications uh, to be able to organize and be as powerful as they are. But it it really has proved that a small minority of people can pack a huge punch, whether it's in in Washington D.C. or among the nation's corporations uh, or the nation's media. Uh, it really has allowed them to make great strides in pushing their agenda. Bruce Hawks Connect is my guest this afternoon, and you can follow up uh, on his work and so much more by going to FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com, which is uh, an absolute uh, great resource. I uh, was actually using it this morning for another subject matter. But I tell you what, uh, if you are a Christian, and uh, as we go through our life, there are certainly going to be multiple situations, uh, what I call those, bend in the, those bends in the road that uh, are anticipated, but we know our Lord can see beyond that bend. I tell you what, as as you hit one of those, or you hit one of those speed bumps, great to be able to go to, to folks2family.com, put in your subject matter, and usually there's multiple articles, resources, etc. there waiting for you. Well, I wonder, uh, and I've been, we tried to energize our audience a um, couple of weeks ago, and uh, encouraging them to follow up with the uh, United States Senate because that's where we definitely want to try and stop this. Uh, if it even, I understand that uh, the Majority Leader McConnell has said he's not going to bring it up during this term, but still, nonetheless, this is one that uh, you don't want to let it go as far as to have a presidential veto. But with so many things happening so rapidly that are so unchristian. Uh, it seems like some of our folks are just overwhelmed. It's another horror story or it's another whatever story. And then they tend to kind of tune it out. How, how do we how do we motivate uh, Christian folks that when a really big one like this comes along, that this is when they got to get involved with? Yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it's the, the old story of if if you don't care about politics, you're going to find out how quickly politics cares about you. And I mean that in a negative sense, because yeah. if you don't show up to play, all the rules are going to be um, construed against you, and you will find yourself with your religious freedom restricted, your parental rights taken away from you, other people will be influencing your child's development, uh, and uh, you will one day wake up and say, how did this all happen? And it, and it falls to us as parents and as Christians. Um, to make sure that the future that our kids have is the one that we were given. Uh, and, and I think that responsibility carries over into politics. So it, 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 we have no choice uh, but to get involved, uh, even at the most minimal level. I know there are busy housewives and, and uh, parents out there, but this is one thing you have to pay attention to, and that's why we try to uh, help by uh, 
you know, targeting these types of things for people to be aware of, and we have calls to action and and ways to send emails to your your congressmen and senators when the time comes, and uh, and we make it easy for you to get involved in in stating your case and uh, voicing your objections to these things. So that's what we need to do. And you know, it's uh, it's not necessarily easy to get in to see your U.S. senator and have a face to face. Uh, certainly much easier uh, if you keep working at it to get a face-to-face with your local congressman, congresswoman, when they are back in the district. Uh, how important is it? By the way, how important is it not only to try and have regular contact, but how we conduct ourselves when we do have contact? Because I try to always tell folks, you know, uh, in my work in Tallahassee over the last two decades, uh, some would call it a lo- lobbyist. I call it a legislative uh, affairs work that, uh, you know, you never know when you're going to have to work with that legislator again, even though you might vehemently oppose the current bill that you're trying to get them to, to vote down. Uh, sometimes uh, also our people get so frustrated, and especially something like this, they could hear the analysis you just gave and then pick up the phone call and uh, they're not going to get the congressman or the senator, but one of his staff members, I mean, they're going to let him have it. That really isn't good in the long run for our position, is it? No, there's two things about that. Number one, the uh, the immediate reaction from the person on the other end of that phone is to turn you off or hang up on you or immediately disregard anything you say. You have no credibility when you're yelling at a a staffer of of a of a congressman or state legislator, and secondly, we represent Christ. And even though these people may disagree with how we w- would like to see the country run, uh, we have no right to get in their face and and condemn them um, to for what they're doing. We need to be as winsome as ambassadors of Christ in a political call as we are to the the neighbor next door who needs to hear the salvation story. So. Um, that's the kind of thing we advise people as they contact their representatives uh, to be aware of. If this um, moves forward and um, we, the day that we ever have to face uh, an act like this becoming law, and, and some folks are just speculating, you know, uh, conservatives, as much as uh, Donald Trump is controversial, uh, conservative, social conservative, uh, Christian worldviewers, they really dodged the bullet in the last presidential campaign uh, with uh, President Trump, uh, you know, winning and being elected. But uh, even for those that think that Trump uh, will be able to be reelected one more term, the void that's going to be happening, uh, let's say in five years, if he is to be reelected, the void is going to be happening after him for what some would say is a larger-than-life figure. Uh, you know, the pendulum goes both ways, and we've already seen where the House was lost. Um, what I'm concerned about is sometime in the future when that pendulum swings back and those on the left have control uh, and, and veto power like we have, that's why uh, it's important to block it now. But we really need to be in prayer for the future of this country because I, I see a lot of minefields for us to be able to continue our way of life, say, the, ne- the next 10 or 15 years. Boy, that is so true. And, and I live in a state where, of Colorado where there's a real-life experience in what happens when um, you lose control of your state government. This, this is just since January 
uh, we have been hit with a raft of bills that are uh, would be Bernie Sanders' dream, um, and, and and everything from sex education to uh, to abortion to uh, uh, counselors uh, who advise uh, who counsel people about same sex attraction. It, we're just getting bombarded one one bill after another ever since this uh, state turned completely democratic. Well, and for now, uh, Republicans have held both uh, the the Florida House, the Florida Senate, and the governor's office. But uh, again, uh, there's a lot of talk about Florida going purple. I don't think that's going to be or 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 uh, going blue. Don't think that's going to happen in our next election in a year and a half. But at the same time, um, we look at Colorado, and I just shake my head. Uh, I can understand California, uh, but but that whole experience was uh, what happens when you're not paying attention, and the organizers on the left do a very good job of convincing people in X amount of state districts, and the next thing you know, they're controlling the government. Same thing could happen uh, here in Florida. And especially we know that we're going to have, uh, now the baby boomers are retiring, uh, we just have, uh, Bruce, tons of people coming down here. They visited here for years in Florida off the eastern seaboard. Now they're coming to live. And some of those certainly aren't conservative Republicans, so our state is looking at where we might end up in a few years as well. That's why prayer and being involved is, is so important. Um Last thing I just want to ask you uh, is that um, as we look at this issue, it seems like every other day it's an issue. It's, uh, you know, a Bible study uh, in a condominium that they're trying to toss out. Um, have you ever seen as much hostility uh, toward the Lord? we got about 30 seconds left, and I just uh, wanted you to just give us a quick critique of the times we're in. Yeah, no, and it gets worse every day. Uh, it's similar to what's happening on the abortion front, where the mantra used to be safe, uh, legal, but rare. Um, now it's all day, every day, and you will be forced not only to tolerate us, but to celebrate us. And uh, and that's what we're seeing on a day-to-day basis in all of these cases that we're being hit with uh, involving LGBT issues. So that's where we're headed. Well, I'll tell you what, Bruce House Connect, I'll tell you what, very important individual there at Focus on the Family. He's their judicial analyst. What reminds you that you can go to FocusOnTheFamily.com anytime for any of the issues that you have during the day uh, in terms of uh, Christ or the family. And realize that you can also call as well if you can't locate the resource. Bruce, we got to go. But again, thank you so much and best wishes for uh, a blessed Memorial Day as we all consider those who pay the ultimate price. Thank you, Bill, and it was great to be with you today. We'll have you back soon. God bless you, my friend. God bless. All right. All right, going to take a quick break. Up next, Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide. Aladdin is going to be the talk of the town, and we'll be talking about it here. Plus, we've got some articles to talk about, including the top ten movies to honor Memorial Day. And by the way, did you know the pro-life movie Unplanned has been blocked from theatrical release in Canada? My, my. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A low force blasted a busy pedestrian street Friday in the French city of Lyon, injuring seven people as it shattered the glass from a refrigerated shop cooler in a bakery. 
France's anti-terrorist office opened an inquiry into the blast and the anti-terrorism prosecutor Remy Heinz went to Lyon. The interior minister was also on site and soldiers secured the area. France is jittery over a spate of attacks in recent years, some of them deadly, carried out by people ranging from extremist attackers to mentally unstable individuals. Five people were killed December 11th in an attack on the Christmas market in Strasbourg in eastern France. That alleged killer, Sharif Chakat, killed by police, had pledged allegiance to the Islamic State group. On Wall Street, the Dow by 95 points. The Nasdaq rose 90. The S&P advanced 4. Crude oil up to 58.63 a barrel. This is SRN News. What if I told you you could save a baby's life for just $28? What's true? Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you by offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing inside her. $140 can do this for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online, preborn.org slash radio. This is Katie Pavlich for townhall.com. As we pass the one-year anniversary of President Trump officially pulling out of the Iran nuclear agreement, the Islamic Republic is proving exactly why he was right to do so. Despite the pro-Iran deal and the claims of the Obama echo chamber, the world's largest state sponsor of terrorism hasn't changed. They continue to pump money into terrorist organizations like Hezbollah and Hamas in the Middle East, but also in South America. They are also funding proxy groups like those in Yemen who continue to attack civilian targets in Saudi Arabia. They've operated in bad faith and lied about their intentions to obtain a nuclear weapon, not to mention their role in the killing of at least 600 Americans in Iraq. The Trump administration is right to respond with a maximum pressure campaign to punish Iran for its behavior. And it's working. President Trump, unlike many before him, is working to deter behavior rather than enable it. I'm Katie Pavlich. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. We want to know, how do you use WebEx? Last week, I started a meeting on my office computer. I had to go across town for another meeting. So Mike drove, and I was able to finish my WebEx meeting using the WebEx app on my smartphone. This is how you do business. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others. Anytime, anywhere. On their desktop, on their laptop, or mobile device. Go to WebEx.com right now and try WebEx free. WebEx from Cisco. W-E-B-E-X dot com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. 
you would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. She gave me the stars, put them out of my reach. Call me the waters a little too deep. Oh, I've never been so aware of my need. You keep on making me see. It's way beyond me. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. And uh, I do want to remind you again during this hour that we are right in the middle of our preborn campaign. And right now, for a one time gift of $28, you can give a mom uh, who is possibly abortion minded the chance to see her little boy, her little girl, as well as hear that baby's heartbeat for just a one time gift of $28. And remember that we have the statistic that 9 out of 10 prospective moms, if they see that little boy and girl, or girl, or and girl, (laughs) and uh, they have a chance to hear that heartbeat, 9 out of 10 will choose life. And then one of our local um, uh, operations here with New Life Solutions, Crisis Pregnancy Center, is going to help them through that decision and help them, whether it's adoption, keeping the baby. Now, remember that $140, you can do five ultrasounds, and this is 100% tax-deductible, and every penny goes to the ultrasound. But a lot of folks have also picked up one to do 10, knowing that 9 out of 10 is going to save possibly nine lives. Uh, If you will do 10 ultrasounds today, $28 apiece, that's a one-time gift of $280. Hey, call right now. Will you join so many others? And uh, we've had a successful campaign, and uh, we just want to tap it off here with just as many ultrasounds as we can. Call right now, 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or go to letstalkfaith.com and click on the preborn banner. Well, Memorial Day is uh, the unofficial wrapping up of spring, and we're heading into summer. And, you know, I don't know about you, but when I think about the summer, summer, not only do I think about sunshine, beaches, fishing, all we do in Florida, but I also think about the movies. And to help guide us through uh, uh, the 1999 or the 2019 edition, I should say, just just a few years off, we have Ben Kaiser, managing editor of uh, Movie Guide, and he's a regular guest on our show And this afternoon. Ben, we're glad to have you with us. I'm so pleased to be with you. And I want to remind you that website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. When we talk about Aladdin in just a moment, we're just going to scratch the surface. But you can go to movieguide.org, and you can drill down on every aspect of the movie. Uh, And especially why that's important is for controversial movies of content that you may not want to put before your children. Also, they have two great apps. Uh, They have one for the iPhone, one for the Android. And so check that out at Movie Guide. Well, Aladdin. Now, I think it was 1992, there was a cartoon with uh, Aladdin, and Will Smith was uh, uh, in that role. Um, Not to be too much of stealing all your thunder, Ben Kaiser, but tell us about the new 2019 edition of Aladdin. Well, when we first saw the trailers, there was a lot of skepticism. I mean, 
the, the marketing campaign wasn't that great. But I'm here to say that we were shockingly surprised at actually how good this movie was. It it really uh, went over our expectations. And, uh, of course, everyone remembers the 1992 Disney animated movie Aladdin. And this one is pretty similar story, but they uh, add some of its their own flavors to the live action version. You know, you have uh, Aladdin, who is this Arabian street thief. And of course, he falls in love with the princess Jasmine. And uh, but him coming from the streets, uh, he needs a little help. So he finds a, a, a gold lamp with a genie inside, you know, in the classic animated one, the genie's voiced by Robin Williams, who's absolutely brilliant comedian. And in this version, the live action version, it's Will, Will Smith playing the genie. And he actually does a pretty good job. He adds his own spin. He's not trying to be Robin Williams because there's only ever one Robin Williams. Uh, so Will Smith uh, you know, does a smart job at kind of bringing his own flavor to the character. But overall, there's a lot of fun in this movie. There's some great singing and musical moments and choreography, and it's very colorful and lively. Uh, uh, there's also a lot of really positive uh, uh, themes throughout against uh, against tyranny and slavery, and there's a lot of celebration of truth, justice, humility, family, doing the right thing. Um, of course, there a lot of people might be, some people might be concerned about the magical elements, but it's very clear that this is kind of in a, a fantasy realm. It's a little better at not blurring the lines of, uh, you know, a lot of the occultic uh, witchcraft that we get um, concerned about. Uh, but that said, there are some minor um, uh, uh, worldview objectionable elements, uh, you know, some light politically correct tones. But for the most part, the majority of the messages are positive. We gave it a plus one. That just means there, uh, there's some questionable elements for very young children. But overall, it's, it's a pretty family friendly movie. There's no foul language. The violence is pretty uh, moderate for, uh, for a PG live action animated movie. And uh, for quality, we gave it four out of four stars. So if, if you've been waiting for a family movie to check out, there haven't been a lot in the last couple of weeks. Um, this might be the, the one to, to take the kids to. Uh, there are more coming down the road, though. You mentioned that the summer is always filled with all sorts of family entertainment. And there are some really big uh, animated movies, especially, that I know a lot of families are going to be looking forward to. But Aladdin is the first of the, the summer season, and it doesn't disappoint. And we will keep you informed with our very timely interviews with uh, uh, Dr. Ted Bear and Ben Kaiser of Movie Guide right here. And their website, again, is movieguide.org, movieguide.org. I had one follow-up question, and uh, one of the things that just stands out for me from the last Aladdin was the, and, and you mentioned it, and you gave it a good mark, but I wanted to circle back was the musical score. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like, uh, I really do like a good full orchestra musical score that isn't just, you know, uh, thunderous like a, like a thunderstorm or, or tornado. But it, the, it just gives you a lot of good uh, melody uh, variation throughout the movie. Talk a little bit about that and uh, what, what you found with the musical score. Well, they actually brought back Alan Menken, who did the score for the 1992 movie, and uh, he's back for this one. So you got the same composer, 
And uh, I think they had the the actors uh, that are in the live action do their own vocals. The actress that plays Jasmine, Naomi Scott, she's actually a, a Christian gal from uh, uh, from England, uh, from the UK. Her her uh, father is a pastor out there, and she grew up uh, uh, leading worship at her church. So it's kind of cool that you know she you know she started off singing uh, in church, and now she's uh, singing for these giant Disney musicals. But the music really is nice. Um, it, it even is a little more entertaining, I would say, than the animated version because it's live action and there's so much more visually happening. Uh, some people might argue with that, but that's just one person's opinion. But like, like you said, the music is such an integral part of the original movie, and they do a really good job at uh, bringing that back. And, and it's nice that they brought back the uh, Alan Menken who scored the first movie. I'm excited. That sounds like something that might just go on with our breaking temperatures here with that heat wave and that high pressure is going to be over us. You know what? Sounds like this might be a great alternative uh, for the whole family, uh, and that's Aladdin for this Memorial Day weekend. Movieguide.org, movieguide.org. You can find out a whole lot more. We are just scratching the surface. I want to hold off on our discussion on the 10 top movies to honor Memorial Day. Uh, of course, we have a couple of articles, this and one more. But I really want to get to, because I want to kind of finish our show today on this Friday afternoon with uh, the the talk uh, about Memorial Day. But uh the second article I just want to get right to, and that is the pro-life movie Unplanned, blocked from theatrical release in Canada. Now, Ben, I know you guys follow these type of things, especially country to country, region to region. Um, I know Canada's pretty left-wing, but I didn't know they were so left-wing they banned movies. Yeah, I'm actually a dual citizen, a Canadian citizen, because my father was born there, so I've got a lot of family up there, and yeah, it's not. I mean, it's pretty far left, and it's uh, the uh, theatrical distributors that are, are blocking the movie and refusing to to air it. So the only way that they're able to show the movie is if people sponsor private showings of the movie. And they've done that uh, a couple of times, but it really is. Um, it's sad, and it's a, it's a good reminder for us to realize. A lot of the freedoms and the you know the freedom of speech that we have here in America and the ability to support a movie like Unplanned. I mean, it released in I want to say 1,200 theaters across the nation, which is quite a few. And you know, we should we we should be grateful that we could still do that because a lot of countries it's very hard. A lot of Western countries it's hard to release a movie that's pro-life, that's conservative, that has strong Christian faith. Um, because they just run into roadblocks, whether it's from the private sector of distributors or even from uh, you know gov- uh, government uh, you know regulations or laws. So it, it's you just know, a reminder. Know, yeah, let me ask you a question. Let me hop in here, and that is, I don't know, and you may not know, but my question is: in Canada, do you have rated X theaters? Uh, in Canada, do you have the so-called peep show houses? I mean, they're very concerned about banning this one. I wonder, do you know if they ban pornography in Canada? I can't speak to Canada uh, specifically, but I know Europe as a whole. And I, I'd assume that Canada is pretty close to a lot of the European countries. They're far more, they're far less strict on sexual content where they allow 
pretty much anything uh, in regards to sexual content in, in movies. But uh, violence, they're far more uh, restrictive on. So, yeah, they, there are some issues that they, you know, they don't, they don't care about. And they'll let people, you know, young kids walk into practically X-rated movies uh, in the movie theaters. And it's, it's really sad. And I got to tell you, if you're in Italy, and I'm sure it's elsewhere as well, UK uh, as well. But, I mean, you go to Italy, man, don't be plopping down on the hotel, you know, your hotel bed, tired. You got your whole family there and flip on the TV because you might hit the third, second or third chair and go, oh, my, <laughs> because it, it's just it, it's just unbelievable. But it's just it just seems like a hypocrisy because I, I don't think uh, the left leading Canada is so lily white on sexually explicit stuff. And if they're going to show theatrical releases of that and they won't show this, uh, that really goes to your point, how we, we ought to be not only very thankful for the freedoms that we have. But also know, as I say again, we got that Equality Act, H.R. 5, which would wipe out so much uh, of our of our First Amendment rights. And uh, Ben has given us something else to just consider in that area. But the idea here is that it's got to be a private showing. I know the lead actress went, and uh, she, like what happened in our state capitol here, I was at a screening with our Florida members of the legislature. They did that for some members of parliament. But uh, nonetheless, uh, this is, you know, it's like there's no First Amendment in Canada. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> it's it's really tough. And I've got relatives up there, and, and they're always, you know, telling us how, how difficult it is. And uh, they're reminding us to, to hold on to those liberties and to really take them, not take them for granted. But, you know, we get a lot of Canadian visitors down here. A lot. I mean, a lot come to Florida in season. And granted, they're folks that are up there in age and, and, and not younger. But all the Canadians I seem to, to meet, and oh, a couple years ago, three years ago, we took the New England cruise deal where we were in Montreal or Quebec or, you know, two or three of those. Are, and you just don't seem, by talking to the people, to think that they're that liberal. I mean, it's almost like a, a select few took over the parliament on the left and, and they're just running the show. Well, there's a lot of countries that are uh, that way. I mean, even the UK and Australia, they just, Australia reelected their, uh, uh, you know, one of their most conservative prime ministers, I believe I was reading an article. I don't know that much about Australian politics, but there's a lot of conservatives all over the world that uh, we just don't think they're there because they've gone so far left, but there seems to be a return in some of those countries where people are saying, no, we want to go back to the values that we once had a hundred years ago. Countries. Absolutely. Well, pray for unplanned to be seen in Canada. Also pray for the rights there and also pray for a lot of the un, you know, the unseen faces of Christ followers all around the world. And, and I know I'm guilty too. I hear about a particular country and I go, Oh, what a leftist deal. No, a lot of Christians, a lot of influence there. Keep them in your prayers. Let's get to something very important. We are on the verge of the Memorial Day weekend. I want to remind you that if you didn't hear my first hour tribute and uh, a lot of background on Memorial Day, make sure you go to letstalkfaith.com and to the podcast paid page. And shortly after today's show, you can download that. Uh, I, I would often, uh, I think that there'd be some things there that you might not be aware of. And so I want to remind you of that. But uh, Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide, as always, you do a great job. And so we have another article to talk about at movieguide.org. 
Top 10 movies to honor Memorial Day. Uh, go ahead and let's talk about that. Oh, there's so many good movies. Uh, we're always updating this list and trying to, what are some new movies that are coming out? What are some classics? We, uh, we talked about at Mother's Day that we always try to incorporate, uh, you know, new, new movies that maybe are Memorial Day related, also classics, maybe even TV shows. We got movies like The Patriot, uh, Sergeant York, starring Gary Cooper, which is such a classic movie. Uh, you got movies like Hacksaw Ridge. Terrific movie. Uh, and then one of my favorites that we just added, uh, and we had to go back since it's an older movie, we went and reviewed. A lot of people don't know this, but we'll review classic movies as well and put them on Movie Guide. So we just did one for The Great Escape, which is one of my all-time childhood favorites. I remember watching that all the time growing up uh, about the POWs uh, that are trying to escape the, uh, the pr a prisoner of war uh, prison. And uh, it's comedic. You got Steve McQueen in it. It's it's funny. It's it's uh, really intense at times, and of course, it's heartbreaking because it deals with uh, uh, you know the the struggles that these POWs had to to face. So Sergeant York is actually a great one if your kids haven't watched it. If they're of age where they can follow along, it's a long movie. Uh, introduce your your children to a classic Memorial Day movie. I, that that sounds like a Amen. great way to spend Monday. And again, we're looking at Medal of Honor, uh, Netflix, Netflix series, uh, Gods and Generals. Uh, one of the newer ones that I just enjoyed was Unbroken Path to Redemption. And uh, I got to tell you, even though it's long as well, Gettysburg. Um, mm -hmm. and, and you talk about soundtracks, Ben. I, I To this day, I love listening to the original soundtrack of, of Gettysburg, especially remembering some of the scenes. And that is such a great example on how music coming to your senses at the same time you're watching something visually, how they complement each other. And uh, I even also kind of remember some of the, the moves just listening to the soundtrack. Oh, yeah, that's a classic one. Ron Maxwell, the good friend of Dr. Bears, he directed Gods and Generals in Gettysburg, and they actually co-wrote a uh, um, like a coffee table book uh, that we that we sell uh, on the two movies with that deals with some of the history. But like you said, it is a really long movie, so you want to be ready to sit down for three and a half hours if you're going to watch that one. Absolutely. Well, Ben Kaiser, enjoy your camping with your bride. Uh, stay safe out there, and uh, hope that uh, it's just going to be a beautiful time with you and the Lord and out in nature. Hope that uh, you are refreshed. And please uh, give everyone there, um, a doctor and his wife and the whole staff there, our best wishes for a very meaningful Memorial Day. And as always, thanks for uh, getting us up to date on uh, this weekend's action. Thank you so much. Happy Memorial Day. You too. We'll see you soon. Well, it's Friday. It's Friday afternoon, and we're going to wrap up the Bill Bunkley Show. But uh, as you know, we are looking straight into Memorial Day weekend. And so I uh, hope that you will let this be a, a very special time as you review all the history and reminding you, you can listen to my review of that uh, on our podcast page in a few moments at letstalkfaith.com. Well, my pastor's coming up in a moment, and, uh, of course, we're talking about Living Truth with Dr. Ken Whitten. Uh, today is uh, going to be part two of Praying in the Dark. Praying in the Dark, that's going to be here uh, on the air in just a few minutes, and uh, hope that you will have a chance to enjoy that. 
Well, thank you so much for being part of uh, the Bill Bunkley Show family and uh, the Let's Talk Faith family right here with Salem Media in West Central Florida. To all of you, I wish you as well a very meaningful Memorial Day. Have a good one. Good afternoon. We'll see you next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.